This is episode 108 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we're going to travel to Hilton Head Island. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Christian travelers, so glad you're here because today we're going to go to Hilton Head Island. And if you don't know where that is or what fun things you can do there, well, you're going to find out. But before we dive into that, I have a couple of announcements. First of all, we have a bunch of amazing events coming up. Actually, tonight we are going to have our first ever Christian travelers virtual meetup. If you want to meet other people, who engage with our podcast and who also have a love for the Lord and a love for travel, this is your opportunity. And if you don't have information about that, please shoot us a message on our email, Network at gmail.com or on Facebook or Instagram, and we'd be happy to send you links and information for that. In addition, if you are in our email list, you should get that in your inbox today as well. And We have two big retreats coming up. Both of them have the theme recline at the table, but they're both going to look a little different. One's going to be more active and one is going to be more laid back and relaxing. But both of them will talk about what it means to really recline in God's presence and rest with him, even in the midst of stress, worry, and all the other things that tend to go on in life. And those are November 8th through 12th in Florida at an all-inclusive resort. And then we're also going to have one January 14th through 17th in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. So if you want more information, please go to our website, christiantravelers.net forward slash upcoming dash retreats. And you'll find all of the information there and we'll be throwing out all of those details on our social media platforms, which you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. So please head there, check us out. Now, if you haven't heard of Hilton Head Island in South Carolina, this might be a great idea for your next retreat or family vacation. So let's dive in and find out a little bit about it. Now, if you're like me, when you heard the word Hilton Head, the first thing that came to mind is like Hilton Hotels, and maybe you thought that this was a property, kind of like a resort, that owns a piece, an island, and all of their property is considered Hilton. Well, I found out that I am incorrect, and what actually happened is from an ocean view as you were coming across as the original pilgrims coming across the ocean and you saw the headland or a narrow piece of land that projects from a coastline into the sea. Thank you Oxford languages for defining what headland is. But they would see this little strut of land that sticks out and the captain who first discovered that was Captain William Hilton. Thus the name Hilton Head Island was formed and truthfully it's not really an island it's just a piece of land that juts out from uh, the rest of everything but it's become a great tourist relaxing area. Yes it does have a population of 40,000 people but spread over 69 square miles 
a lot of the houses are actually there for rentals for your vacations and the whole area is set up to kind of be a little getaway just for you and your family or for your ministry to get away and kind of have some good discussion and reflection time. So first question is getting around. Now, a lot of people will fly into the Savannah slash Hilton Head International Airport, and then they'll proceed to drive to Hilton Head itself, which is actually 39 miles away or approximately a 50 minute minute drive. Now, if you're not really wanting to rent a car for your vacation and you just kind of want to bike around to use local transportation, my alternative suggestion for you, especially if you're not wanting to explore uh, Savannah, South Carolina, would be to fly into Hilton Head Island Airport. And that is actually on that segment of land. And Delta, American Airlines, and United, as of right now anyway, all fly into that specific area airport. But I do believe Southwest flies into the international ones. So Southwest tends to be a really good, fairly economical, and it allows you to take two bags for free. Uh, So depending on what your needs are and how long your stay, you go ahead and weigh those pros and cons. But once you're there, how do you actually get around? So if you don't have a car and you are looking for other forms of transportation, my two recommendations are their trolleys. First of all, the Breeze trolley, it's a public trolley. And currently in 2021, kind of part of this whole pandemic situation, they actually have two different routes running um, and both of them are free. Typically it's like a dollar per ride or you could get like a bus pass, but or trolley pass, I guess, but in 2021, both of them are free, and uh, they run only for what's considered their season. So they started on April 10th, and I think they're going till about October, but um, I couldn't find the exact end date on their website. So if you are planning to go towards the start of the school year and getting into fall, you may want to double check those dates before heading over there. Um, Additionally, they do have some COVID policies about how they want you getting on and off to reduce the amount of traffic uh, on the bus, getting on on one side, getting off on the other. Additionally, another trolley is called the Sea Pines Trolley. A lot of attractions are actually located in the Sea Pines Forest Preserve, and so this trolley runs throughout that, and a lot of the resorts are also in this area, so that's another option that you can look into. So now you're here, you have unpacked your bags, you've found local transportation, but what are you going to do? This little section really has everything, but if you are a beach lover, if you like water sports, this is going to just be an all-around amazing vacation. First of all, the Cologny Beach Plaza and Park. It's a beach area that you can hang out on for the day, a lot of shopping areas, and biking trails. In total, Hilton Head actually has 60 miles of biking options, so you won't fall short in that regard at all. But as I said before, it's a great place for everything water, whether it's kayaking, parasailing, going on cruises to watch dolphins, paddleboarding, 
the list just goes on. And they even have ferries to take you from different points. In fact, one of the other islands off of Hilton Head is the Defuski Island, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And it has a lot of cultural history there as well. In fact, if you take a look at Hilton Head and Defuski, you find out that there is a history of African-American culture in this area. A lot of slaves that actually purchased property here and have grown a culture that honors both the American um, roots, but primarily honors their African heritage and language and song and dance and so many elements that they've held on to. And so if you've ever heard of the word gala, it, it is these African American individuals, primarily in South Carolina and Georgia, that continue to honor that heritage. And so as you go about you Hilton Head and Dafuski Island, you can learn more about that history. Another activity that I would really encourage, especially if you have younger kids, but who doesn't love fireworks, there is a weekly show from Shelter Cove with a firework display. And right now with COVID, some things are tentative about their schedules, so be sure to double check. But for the past 30 plus years, they have been doing Harbor Fest, which is a weekly fireworks show with live entertainment, activities, games, definitely something worth checking out. A lot of this area is totally bikeable. As I mentioned before, Sea Pines Forest Preserve, where a lot of the attractions are, actually has biking routes and a lot of bike rentals in that area. So check that out. There are also a lot of tours, uh, like Segway tours to see the island. You can get on a lot of cruise lines and have dinners and shows. Um, there's just a lot of opportunities. And if you are just trying to think of how you can incorporate Christ into this conversation, here are some questions that I think you should stop and ponder at some point during your trip. So first of all, take some time to actually learn the history. The gala history is very interesting. Um, it poses some interesting questions as they actually develop this area for resorts. And so a question you could ponder with your family or with your retreat is how do we honor the history of this community and honor the Lord in doing so? great thing to be reflecting on and encourages people to do some historical research even before they're going. Another question is, what are some communities in this area that are faith-based that I could connect with? So this is all pre-trip questions, but we're doing some research ahead of time to find out what churches um, or Bible studies or other community groups you could connect with while you're there great place to start. While you're there and you're adventuring, say that you are biking along the beach or through the forested areas, a question that you could ponder is, how does the beauty of God's creation rejuvenate me now? And how can I incorporate that back into my daily life at home? 
if you're going on some tours and seeing some of the sites, be reflecting on how God's hand has played a role in all of this. It's probably not talked about by your tour guides, but can you see God's hand in all of this? And then also, how can you show God's love to those on your tour group? And if you go to the firework display, as you watch the fireworks uh, brighten the night sky, what are some ways that God is shining light into your life right now? And what are maybe some things that he is calling you to work on um, so that you can better shine your light to those around you? Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this conversation and that you will consider traveling to Hilton Head Island. It's a beautiful place. And if you're wanting to know more about these tours, bike rides, golfing, restaurants, all of it, I have actually went ahead and put together a wander list. If you click on the link below in the description, you will get the opportunity to see some of my travel ideas and add some of your own. Hopefully this will continue to inspire your own family vacations or retreats. And if you want other tools to incorporate some of those faith discussions into your trip on a deeper level, even than the questions that I pose today, please reach out to us. We'd love to help you book your retreat and help you incorporate Christ into your vacations. Don't forget that tonight we have the virtual meetup for Christian travelers and, of course, the upcoming retreats in Florida and Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. We'll really dive into what it means to recline with the Lord and take time to relax on the beach. Until next time, safe travels and God bless.